Welcome to Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. Through the revelation of God's undeserved, unearned and unmerited favour, we are committed to helping you make better changes in life for life. into the word of God today. I want to share a message that I believe will uh, be of a blessing to you uh, in, in this time that we are in, in the crisis that we're going through. I'm going to share on a message that I've titled, The Blessing of His Presence. The Blessing of His Presence. If, if, if you're getting it, I just want you to type on the comment section, The Blessing of His Presence. And if you're in the comfort of your home and you're sitting together with your family, just turn to somebody who is next to you and just say to them, uh, The Blessing of His Presence. You know what? The times that we are in, uh, it can easily be defined as a crisis. It is a real crisis. Now, a crisis is a moment where difficult and important decisions have to be made. A time of crisis is, 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 is also identified as a critical point in life. And I strongly believe that this is exactly where we are. It's a critical time, not only in the United Kingdom, but it's a critical time uh, around the globe. And um, when, when you look at uh, how things are evolving, there is no doubt that there is a response. People are responding. The governments are responding. The immigration borders are closing. Cities are shutting down. The health sector is, is, is almost overstretched. You know, churches are shutting down in terms of congregating physically. The retail industry is reacting. People are buying like they've never done before. All those are different kinds of responses. But you know what? As a child of God, it is important for you to know how to respond to such a time as this. And the, the blessing of his presence, which is the title of my message today, is aimed to help you to master and to know how to respond to a crisis. So the most important thing that I want to share with you today, here it is. We respond to crisis by holding on to the promises of God. That is how we respond to crisis. We respond to crisis by responding to the uh, promises of God. You know, you know what? There are so many ways that people are responding, but I can almost guarantee you that we are responding as a result of fear. We are panicking. And, and it's natural because we are all human beings. But when you look at the way that we're responding, it's showing one thing or there's one common thing that you're going to find in all the responses that we are giving in and the responses that we're also observing is this one thing, uncertainty. Uncertainty. Everyone is so unsure of what tomorrow is going to be like. Everyone is unsure of how things are going to evolve. Everyone is, is unsure of how long this is going to take. If you ask the government officials, how long is this coronavirus is going to last? No one has got a clear answer. So there is uncertainty, that unsureness of what tomorrow is going to be like. So as a result of this unsureness, people respond out of fear. That is why we are buying more stuff than we need. It's, it's, it's a reaction. It's a response to what we're going through. But you know what? The blessing of his presence is there to help us in terms of how we can respond to this crisis. Now, when you get into the word of God, especially 
when we begin to see the interaction of God with the nation of Israel, particularly when they walked out of the land of Egypt. When you come to chapter number 25 of the book of Exodus, particularly verse number 8, God is speaking to Moses and he says to him, Go and tell my people to build me a sanctuary so that I can make my dwelling amidst them, so that I can make my dwelling in the midst of my people. So from that very angle, from that very point, we see the mind of God. We see the heart of God. We see the desire of God to come and make his dwelling um, in the midst of his people. So everything that begins to happen in the nation of Israel from that time going forward, we are seeing God, we has, we has changed his postcode from heaven to, to the earth, to the place where man is. Tell them to make me a sanctuary so that I may dwell amidst them. Now, it is the heart, it is the desire of God not to, not to live far away from his people, but it is the desire of God to be where his people are. So when we explore the, bless, the blessing of his presence, we have to take it from the book of Exodus, where we see the mind of God, where we see God expressing his, one of his most important desires, the, the desire for him to live in the midst of his, of, of his people. So when, when we look at the crisis that we are in, one thing that I don't want you to doubt about is I don't want you to doubt the presence of God in your life. I don't want you to doubt the presence of God or the blessing of God's presence. Now, it's a presence that makes all the difference. It's a presence that casts away the fear that we have. It's a presence that gives us hope, a confident expectation of tomorrow. That can only come from the blessing of his presence. You know what? When you turn to the news, just spending five minutes on the news, it's all bad news. It's all bad. It's all discouraging. It takes away the confidence that we have. But you know what? The blessing of his presence is able to give us hope. It's able to give us even the, the strength to pass through the times that we are in. Now, one of the greatest benefits of the blessing of his presence is that the presence of God helps us to manage times of crisis. Now, when you look into the scripture, you'll find this pattern from the book of Genesis right up to the book of Revelation, where the presence of God has helped people to, to navigate uh, difficult times, to navigate uh, challenging moments in their lives. I, I'm reminded when Israel walked out of Egypt and before they reached Canaan, there was a point when they came to the Red Sea. And the scripture is very clear that when they came to the Red Sea, there was no way forward because the, the Red Sea was flooded. Even the best swimmers in Israel, they could not cross. Why? Because the, 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 the sea was too big and the, the sea was, was flooded. And not only did they face an obstacle in front of them, but when they looked back, the army of Pharaoh was pursuing them. And everyone freaked out and everyone panicked. But I like the blessing of God's presence because God responded by bringing his presence in the form of a pillar of fire and in the form of a pillar of his cloud, which stood before the Egyptians and the children of Israel. That is the blessing of his presence. That is the blessing of his presence. The blessing of God's presence is one that is able to separate you from the challenges that you're facing. 
the blessing of his presence is able to put a, a separating a division between you and and every challenge that you are facing in your life and when you when you press forward and look into the walk of uh, Moses with God and or the walk of Israel with with God right there in the wilderness in a difficult journey when you come to Exodus chapter number 33 there was a crisis that happened where Moses went up the mountain and he spent 40 days and 40 nights up the mountain uh, receiving instruction from God in terms of the way forward. But while he was on the mountain hearing from God, down there in the valley, uh, the people of Israel, they lost hope about the return of, of Moses. And they decided to build a calf, an idol, which they called a God who was going to go before them and to lead them. And everything that they did angered God to the point that God, when he was now speaking to Moses, he says to them, there is no way I can go with these people to the land of Canaan because they continue to provoke me. If I go with you, I'm going to destroy these people. And in chapter number 33, we now hear Moses making a plea to God. And he says to God, you know what? If your presence is not going to go with us, then Lord, do not send us up from here. If your presence is not going to carry us and, 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 and take us forward, then do not take us up from here. Why? Because Moses understood the blessing of the presence of God. Moses understood the significance of the, of the presence of God in his entire life and in his entire journey. So he had to make this plea to God and say, God, if your presence is not going to go with us, then forget about it. We are not going to make a move. Why? Because the presence of God is what makes all the difference in our lives. You know what? I know we are going through a time of crisis. I know there's, there's anxiety. I know there's fear. I know there's there uncertainty of tomorrow. But you know what? The blessing of God's presence in our lives is what makes all the difference. If you come to uh, Psalm chapter number 23, uh, verse number 4, we also hear David talking uh, about the blessing of God's presence. I believe that he was going through a crisis in his own time. And David writes and he says, Yeah, even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. David was conscious of the presence of God. Even though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil. For you are with me. That is the blessing of God's presence. That is the blessing of God's presence. You know what? As a nation, as, 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 as the world, I, I strongly believe that we are walking in the valley of the shadow of death. But you know what? We have got the blessing of God's presence. We do have the blessing of God's presence. And, and we can borrow the same words of David and say, yeah, even though we are walking through the valley of the shadow of death, we are not going to be afraid. We are not allowing fear to grip us. We are not allowing fear to control us. We are not going to allow fear to, to hold our steps. Why? Because the presence of God is with us. That is the blessing of, uh, of, of his presence. Now, when you come to the book of Isaiah, I think it's Isaiah chapter number 43. Isaiah records uh, God's voice to the people of, of, of Judah, and this was a message of hope. And Isaiah says, even though you walk through the fire, the fire will not burn you. Even though you pass through the waters, 
You will not be drowned. And the reason why God is giving such a promise, he says, is because I am with you. I shall be with you. You know, I'm talking of a presence that does not move away because you're going through challenges. But it's a presence that is with us in good times and also in difficult times. So the presence of God does not leave us. But here is the good news that I want to share with you. That everything that we see about the presence of God in the Old Testament, it finds, it finds its fulfillment in the New Testament in the person of the Lord Jesus Christ. That is why when you come to 1 Corinthians or 2 Corinthians chapter number 1 verse number 20, 2 Corinthians chapter number 1 verse number 20, the scripture says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are all answered in Jesus Christ. For no matter how many promises God has made, they are a yes. In other words, they are fulfilled in Jesus the Christ. Now, the entire Old Testament has been giving promise upon promise, the promise of the presence of God. Joel chapter number two gives us the promise of the presence of God. In the last days, I'm going to pour out my spirit upon all flesh. And, and it's the blessing of the presence of God. God is making all those promises to his people. But when you come to the New Testament, the fullness or the fulfillment of that promise is in Jesus Christ. No matter how many promises God has made, they find their fulfillment, they find their answer in the Lord Jesus Christ. So Jesus Christ in the New Testament becomes the presence of God. Jesus Christ in the New Testament becomes the presence of God. That is why even at his birth, the announcement says, his name shall be called Emmanuel, meaning God with us. Meaning that God's presence is with us. But I like it so much because when, when you move from the times of Jesus, um, being on earth and, and, and the time when Jesus went into heaven, the blessing of his presence did not depart also. But when you come to the book of John, Jesus gives us the assurance. He continues to give us the blessing of his presence. And he says, you know what? I'm going to the Father, but I'm not going to leave you as orphans. I'm going to send the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit comes. He's going to be with you forever. He's not going to be with us temporarily. He's going to be with us forever. That is the blessing of his presence. You know what? As a child of God, as a child of God, born of the spirit, you do have the blessing of God's presence. We do have the blessing of God's presence. I know when we're going through a crisis, it's easier for us to see a curse more than we see the blessing of God. But let me give you this assurance. Even though we are walking through a crisis, we do have the blessing of God's, the blessing of God's presence in our lives. That blessing is there. That blessing is not going to go away. That blessing is for your benefit. That blessing is actually your advantage in this season is the blessing of his presence. I like how first John chapter number four, verse number 13 summarizes. It says, we know that God is in us. And we know that we are also in God. How do we know that? Because he has given us of his spirit. Because he has given us of his spirit. So you know what? The presence of the Holy Spirit in your life is the presence of God. The fact that the Holy Spirit lives in you is enough evidence of the presence of God in your life. Now, if the Holy Spirit dwells in you, then the blessing of his presence 
is right there inside of you. And that blessing is there to come in and help you. In the very same way, the blessing was, uh, was of benefit to David. In the very same way that the blessing was of benefit to Moses. In the very same way that the presence was of benefit even to Joshua. In the very same way that the blessing of his presence was of benefit even to Joseph when he was in a foreign land. Let me assure you that that blessing is also there for you in such a time as this. So good friends, don't be in dismay. Don't be afraid. Don't, don't move around with the uncertainty of tomorrow. We've got the blessing of God's presence. And that is the most important thing that you need in your life. And that is the most important thing that we need in such a time as this. So how then do we respond to a crisis? We respond to a crisis by holding on to the promise of God. God promised us his presence. That is why when we come to Hebrews chapter number 13, verse 5, the last part of it, it says, God says, I will never leave you nor forsake you. That is the blessing of God's presence. I will never leave you nor forsake you. It is the promise of God's presence in our lives. So, hey, good friends, as we navigate this challenging time, don't forget this. You've got the blessing of God's presence in your life. It is the presence that takes away all the fear. It's the presence that brings peace, the peace that surpasses all understanding. Can I encourage you in such a time as this to hold on to the promises of God, to cling on to the promises of God? I'm reminded of those who go for the rides. You know, when, when, when you are on the ride, one of the most important things that you need to do it is to hold on tightly to the, to the handles. Why? Because when you're going to be, when the ride is going to be in motion and it's, it's, it's taking those sharp curves, the most important thing that you need, it is to hold on to the handles. It is the very same thing. It is the very same situation that we are in. As we navigate this challenging time, the most important thing that you need to do, it is to hold on tightly to the promise of God. What is that promise? It is the promise of His presence. I will never leave you and I will never forsake you. So you know what? God is with you and God is in you. Paul would say, Christ in us, the hope of his glory. That presence is not external, but that presence is eternal. So that means wherever you are, that presence is there. When they tell us to go inside our doors and close our doors, you know what? The presence of God is with us. Because the presence does not live in a church building, but the presence of God lives in the church. The church is you and me. That is why Paul says, do you not know that your bodies are the temple of God. Yes, we may not be congregating physically, but you know what? You are the church. You and I are the church of God. So wherever you are, the presence of God is there. I trust that this message has come your way as a blessing. I trust this message has come your way as a source of hope, a source of encouragement in such a time as this. Don't forget that. The blessing of his presence is there for you. Hey, good friends, thank you so much for tuning in. But before we go, let's just take a moment just to pray and to just thank God for the blessing of his presence, for the blessing of his presence. You know what? Before we were a people of God, before we were in Christ, we did not have the privilege of the blessing of his presence. 
We did not have the blessing of the covenant promises. We did not have any hope in us. But when we were adopted into this family, when we became children of God, we are now beneficiaries of the blessing of his presence. What if we take a moment just to thank God for the blessing of his presence, especially in such a time as this. Wherever you are, let's just take a time to a moment just to pray and to thank God. Father, we thank you. We thank you today for the blessing of your presence. In such a time as this, we choose to shift our focus from the problem and align our focus to your presence because your presence is there for us. Your presence is there to help us. And Father, we thank you for giving us the greatest of them all promises, the promise of your presence, that in this time and in this world, you will never leave us and that you'll never forsake us. And Father, we want to say thank you today. We thank you, Holy Spirit, today that you do live in us. And we're declaring that greater is he who is in us than every challenge we are faced with in this world, in this moment of time. Father, we thank you today. May you continue, Lord, to cause the blessing of your presence to manifest in our life. May you continue, Lord, to cause the blessing of your presence to bring peace in the midst of the storm, to bring that calmness in our lives. Lord, we thank you that with the blessing of your presence, we know that we can face tomorrow. We know that our tomorrow is guaranteed. Our future is in your hands. Our future is in your presence. And for that alone, Father, we say thank you. It brings joy. It brings peace in our lives. And Father, we thank you, Lord, for your church in this moment of time. Thank you, Lord, for causing the blessing of your presence to manifest upon each and every one of us. Thank you, Lord, for strengthening us by the blessing of your presence. We pray, oh God, for divine protection, even for those who are going to continue to go to work, especially those in the health sector. Father, we pray the blessing of your presence. Cover them, Lord. Protect them, almighty God. This is our humble prayer in the mighty name of Jesus Christ. Our confidence is in you. Our hope is anchored in you in such a time as this. Thank you, Heavenly Father. Thank you for loving us in this manner by giving us the blessing of your presence in Jesus' mighty name. And somebody shout, Amen. Thank you for tuning into Your Change, a broadcast aimed at revealing grace and empowering transformation. To interact with us, please visit our website at afmimmiltonkeens.org or follow us at Ebenezer Fellowship AFMIM on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. You can also interact with Pastor Danny on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. For easy access, the links are in the description. 